Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible in a year, following the weekly Torah portions, as well as reading from other sections of scripture, the prophets, the writings, and the apostolic writings each day. My name is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, June 29th. It is also the 10th of Tammuz on the Hebrew calendar. Our Torah portion that we're in this week is a double portion, and they are Chukot and Balak, which means statutes, and then the name of Balak. Today our reading is in Numbers, or Bamidbao, chapter 22, verses 13 through 38. Before we begin, though, let's take a moment and bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. So Baalam rose up in the morning and said to the princes of Balah, Go to your land, for the Lord refuses to permit me to go with you. And the princes of Moab rose up, and they went to Balah and said, Baalam refuses to come with us. Balah sent again princes, more and more honorable than they. They came to Baalam and said to him, Balach the son of Zippor says, Please let nothing hinder you from coming to me, for I will promote you to a very great honor, and whatever you say to me I will do. Please come, therefore, and curse these people for me. Balaam answered the servants of Balak, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Now please stay here tonight as well, that I may know what else the Lord will speak to me. Elohim came to Baalam at night and said to him, If the men have come to call you, rise up, go with them, but only the word which I speak to you, that you shall do. So Baalam rose up in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the princes of Moab. But the anger of the Lord burned because he went, and the angel of the Lord placed himself in the way as an adversary against him. Now he was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. The donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, with his sword drawn in his hand. And the donkey turned out of the path and went into the field. But Alam struck the donkey to turn her into the path. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow place between the vineyards, a wall being on this side and a wall on that side. The donkey saw the angel of the Lord, and she thrust herself into the wall and crushed Baalam's foot against the wall. He struck her again. Then the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place, where there was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, and she lay down under Baalam. And Baalam's anger burned, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Baalam, What have I done to you, 
that you have struck me these three times. And Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have mocked me, I wish there were a sword in my hand, for now I would have killed you. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey, on which you have ridden all your life long until today? Was I ever in the habit of doing so to you? He said, No. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed his head and fell on his face. The angel of the Lord said to him, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out as an adversary, because your way is perverse before me. The donkey saw me and turned away before me these three times. Unless she had turned away from me, surely now I would have killed you and saved her alive. Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know that you stood in the way against me. Now therefore, if it displeases you, I will go back again. But the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but only the word that I shall speak to you, that you shall speak. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. When Balak heard that Balaam had come, he went to meet him in the city of Moab, which is in the border of the Arnon, which is in the utmost part of the border. Balak said to Balaam, Did I not earnestly sin for you to summon you? Why did you not come to me? Am I not able indeed to promote you to honor? Balaam said to Balak, Behold, I have come to you. Have I now any power at all to speak anything? The word that God puts in my mouth, that shall I speak. That was Numbers or Bamidbal, chapter 22, verses 13 through 38. Now to our reading from the prophets, we will be reading from Yermiahu or Jeremiah, chapter 52. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he began to reign. He reigned eleven years in Yerushalayim, and his mother's name was Hamutal, the daughter of Yermiahu of Libne. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that Jehoiakim had done. For through the anger of the Lord that happened in Yerushalayim and Yehuda, until he had cast them out from his presence, Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. In the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, on the tenth day of the month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came, he and all his army, against Jerusalem, and camped against it, and they built forts against it round about. So the city was besieged to the eleventh year of King Zedekiah. In the fourth month, on the ninth day of the month, the famine was severe in the city, so that there was no bread for the people of the land. Then a breach was made in the city, and all the men of war fled, and went out of the city by night, by the way of the gate between the two walls, which was by the king's garden. Now the Kassadim were against the city all around. The men of war went towards the Arava, but the army of the Kassadim pursued the king and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho, and all his army was scattered from him. Then they took the king and carried him up to the king of Avalon, to Rabla, in the land of Hamath, 
and he pronounced judgment on him. Then the king of Babylon killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes, and he also killed all the princes of Yehuda in Riblah. He put out the eyes of Zedekiah, and the king of Babylon bound him in fetters and carried him to Babylon and put him in prison until the day of his death. Now in the fifth month, on the tenth day of the month, which was the nineteenth year of King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuzardan, the captain of the guard, who stood before the king of Babylon, came into Jerusalem. He burned the house of the Lord and the king's house and all the houses of Jerusalem. Even every great house he burned with fire. All the army of the Kassadim, who were with the captain of the guard, broke down all the walls of Jerusalem all around. Then Nebuzardan, the captain of the guard, carried away captive of the poorest of the people, and the residue of the people who were left in the city, and those who fell away, who fell to the king of Avalon, and the residue of the multitude. But Nebuzardan, the captain of the guard, left of the poorest of the land to be vineyard keepers and farmers. And the Kassadim broke the pillars of bronze that were in the house of the Lord, and the basins and the bronze sea that were in the house of the Lord in pieces, and carried all their bronze to Babylon. They also took away the pots, the shovels, the snuffers, the basins, the spoons, and all the vessels of bronze with which they ministered. The captain of the guard took away the cups, the firepans, the basins, the pots, the menorahs, the spoons, and the bowls, that which was of gold in gold, and that which was of silver in silver. They took the two pillars, the one sea, and the twelve bronze bowls that were under the bases, which King Shlomo had made for the house of the Lord. The bronze of all these vessels was beyond weight. As for the pillars, the height of the one pillar was eighteen cubits, and a line of twelve cubits encircled it, and its thickness was four fingers, it was hollow. A capital of bronze was on it, and the height of the one capital was five cubits, with network and pomegranates on the capital all around, all of bronze. And the second pillar also had like these, and pomegranates. There were ninety-six pomegranates on the sides. All the pomegranates were one hundred on the network all around. The captain of the guard took Sariah, the chief Cohen, and Zephaniah, the second Cohen, and the three keepers of the threshold. And out of the city he took an officer who was set over the men of war. And seven men of those who saw the king's face who were found in the city, and the scribe of the captain of the army, who mustered the people of the land, and sixty of the men of the land, who were found in the middle of the city. Nebuzadan, the captain of the guard, took them, brought them to the king of Babylon in Riblah. The king of Babylon struck them and put them to death at Riblah in the land of Hamath. So Yehuda was carried away captive out of his land. This is the number of people whom Nebuchadnezzar carried away captive. In the seventh year, 3,023 Jews.
In the eighteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar, he carried away captive from Yerushalayim 832 persons. In the twenty-third year of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuzadan, the captain of the guard, carried away captive of the Jews 745 people. All the people were 4,600. In the thirty-seventh year of the captivity of Jehoiakim, king of Yehuda, in the twelfth month, on the twenty-fifth day of the month, evil Merodic king of Babylon, in the first year of his reign, lifted up the head of Jehoiakim, king of Yehuda, and released him from prison. He spoke kindly to him, and set his throne above the throne of the kings who were with him in Babylon, and changed his prison garments. Jehoiakim ate bread before him continually all the days of his life. For his allowance there was a continual allowance given him by the king of Babylon, every day a portion until the day of his death, all the days of his life. That was Jeremiah chapter 52. For our reading in the writings today, we will be reading from Nehemiah or Nehemiah chapter 1. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hachaliah. It came to pass in the month of Hislev, in the twentieth year, as I was in Susa, the palace, that Hananiah, one of my brothers, came, he and certain men of Yehuda, and I asked him about the Jews who had escaped, who were left of the captivity, and concerning Yerushalayim. And they said to me, The remnant who are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Yerushalayim is also broken down, and its gates are burned with fire. When I heard these words, I sat down and wept, and mourned several days, and I fasted and prayed before the God of heaven, and said, I beg you, O Lord, the God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps covenant and loving kindness with those who love him, and keeps his mitzvot. Let your ear now be attentive, and your eyes open, that you may listen to the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you at this time, day and night, for the sons of Israel, your servant, while I confess the sins of the sons of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Yes, I and my father's house have sinned. We have dealt very corruptly against you, and have not kept the mitzvot, nor the statutes, nor the ordinances, which you commanded your servant Moshe. Remember, I beg you, the word that you commanded your servant Moshe, saying, If you trespass, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my mitzvot and do them, though your outcasts were in the uttermost parts of the heavens, yet I will gather them from there and will bring them to the place that I have chosen to cause my name to dwell there. Now these are your servants and your people, whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. Adonai, I beg you, let your ear be attentive now, and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name. And please prosper your servant today, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cupbearer. That was Nehemiah, or Nehemiah, chapter 1. 
Now for our final reading today from the Apostolic Writings, we are going to be reading 2 Corinthians chapter 13. This is the third time I am coming to you. At the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. I told you before and foretell you as if I were present the second time. So now being absent, I write to those who have sinned before now, and to all the rest, that if I come again, I will not spare, seeing that you seek a proof of Messiah who speaks in me, who toward you is not weak, but is powerful in you. For he was crucified through weakness, yet he lives through the power of Elohim. For we also are weak to him, but we will live with him through the power of Elohim toward you. Examine yourselves, whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not know this about yourselves, that Yeshua the Messiah is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. But I hope that you will know that we are not disqualified. Not that we may appear approved, but that you may do that which is honorable, though we are as reprobate. For we can do nothing against the truth, before the truth, for we, for we rejoice when we are weak and you are strong. And we also pray for this, that you be made complete. For this cause I write these things, while absent, that I may not deal sharply when present, according to the authority which the Lord gave me for building up and not for tearing down. Finally, brothers, rejoice. Aim for restoration. Comfort one another. Be of the same mind. Live in shalom. And the God of love and shalom will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the holy ones greet you. The grace of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah and the love of God and the fellowship of the Ruach HaKodesh be with you all. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 If you're reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year's cycle, you will also read Luke chapter 9 verses 1 through 26 today. That concludes our readings today and thank you for coming along with us today as we continue to work our way through the Bible this year. Until next time, this is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, wishing you shalom from the Golan Forest.